It's about time you guys gave me an upgrade. Now, I am unstoppable. Welcome back to another episode of Two and a Half Pastors Podcast. Speaking right now is your half past, half past Tom. Uh, <laughs> giggling in the Zoom along with me is your pastor A, Andrew Zemianic. Hey, what's up? We're back. It feels like forever since we've recorded. It does. I remember the last time. Yeah, we I mean, we it, got has so been, ahead. it has been a while since we've recorded. We got so far ahead, we were becoming irrelevant. Yes. So now... I mean, we reverted. were we ever really relevant? <laughs> Making that beat poignant comment was our pastor one, Travis Nicholson. It's true. Somehow, even though our release schedule is so out of whack, we were so far ahead of records that anytime we recorded something, it was immediately a month old by the time <laughs> you heard it, which yeah, makes yeah. it even more irrelevant than we usually are. <laughs> yeah. Which was always like, it was throwing me through a loop when people would like come up to me and be like, hey, I'd love the last episode of the podcast. It was so funny. I'm like, what did we, what did we talk <laughs> yeah. about? And they're like, they're like, oh, you talked about this? I was like, oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Like, I forgot. <laughs> I'll never know if someone is about to punch me for something that I said, because I don't know if that episode came out yet. <laughs> oh, funny story. My mom uh, said like, oh, I hear that my name is something to do with your fans i'm like wait what do you mean do you not remember she's like oh no i didn't finish the episode uh so that's great my mom at, at least i think still think she's the most supportive of our mothers because she'll listen to some of one of the episodes no, i've already told you my oh of our mothers okay that's fair i was like my dad <laughs> listens to every single episode oh that's cool oh, and we wow, talk about it. He'll call me and he'll, he'll, he'll be like, hey, you guys should talk more about this. Or, hey, you know, like. Have when, we been taking his advice? I don't, I, I don't remember. No, I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do that. We only have one listener giving us advice. We should probably do something about that. Well, he, he, he was the one that was like, uh, you know. Um, Got mad at me for saying something about college, probably. No, no. Well, I think he may have. I can't remember. Mm. But but he he definitely was like, how come y'all aren't talking about like like Christian things? And so that's when we started doing the questions. That's true. <laughs> we we do forget to do that. But you know what? That's another good insight into the biblical world is that when people that even if it's all pastors get together and hang out, even if it's supposed to be about something about the church, sometimes they just enjoy hanging out with each other. And you know what? Sometimes you just talk about other things for a while. Very rarely when when I get together with with my friends that are also pastors do we talk about church things i mean we talk about work like events that we're planning but we don't talk about mm -hmm. like you know oh what did you think about john three sixteen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah there oh, aren't a lot of crazy developments <laughs> the, the spiritual world doesn't have a lot of current news uh yeah theology doesn't change if it does it's bad theology <laughs> It's and true. honestly, I don't think I could enjoy a casual friend that brings up spiritual philosophy with me that often. That does not <laughs> seem like a, a chill time. Like, hey, by the way, I was just stewing on uh, what life is going to be like 
three decades into heaven. And I'm like, wow, you're, <laughs> I don't want to go that deep right now, man. That's not the level <laughs> I'm at. Uh, I, I think for my dad, it, it's one of those things where like, uh, he's so proud that I'm a pastor. Right. And like, he, he tells everyone, uh, at, at, at least, uh, when I first became one, like he would tell me, I'd be on the phone with him and he'd be like, yeah, I'm talking to my son, the pastor. I'm like, dad, who are you telling this to? Oh, you don't know her. Oh, okay. And so, oh, so I, he wants you to crack the pastoring. Well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I feel like I'm having that thing where I, and as he's saying, crack, crack, crank. I don't know. Remember that time that, that weather lady had a stroke on air and started saying random noises? Yeah, you just, <laughs> just had one. I just had that. He, he wants you to crank the pastorship up to 11. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I, yeah. I think he wants to recommend the podcast to people and be like, oh, yeah. this is my son, the pastor. But then when they go on, all we're talking about is LeBron James and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> you know? so they're like, what? Honestly, <laughs> no offense to my church, but if I found out there was a church that primarily talked about LeBron James and Bugs Bunny, I might have to jump ship. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, That's bad fair. news. There's a new New Spring location and they only talk about Space Jam. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I guess I'm leaving my church. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> the pastor is Michael Jordan. And I'm like, oh, I guess I have to put aside a lot of my issues with Michael Jordan. Just... <laughs> All right. We should probably get into the episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's jump in. Who, who's starting this time? Is it me? I think we said. Yeah, it's you. It's you. All right. So this is kind of a follow-up. I can't 100% throw if in our original release, of our podcast that i talked season about. one season one it's not really season one because it doesn't exist online anymore uh, this is season two so that has to be season one <laughs> this is the reboot this is soft reboot yeah this is the snyder cut podcast <laughs> this is the cut Everybody... that we, all, we already knew we had this cut in mind but they didn't <laughs> warner brothers actually kept us from doing what we wanted to do and nobody knows that behind the scenes, we record all these podcasts in video <laughs> format, but then turn it black and white. There's <laughs> <laughs> also the CGI alien over my shoulder right now for no reason. Uh, we, we, we get rid of Travis's beard via CGI every episode. <laughs> oh, this is, all right, we have to cut this off now because there's so many people that don't see all these just cut references. Um, yeah, so... I don't think you talked about this in season one. Uh, well, all right. So the there are, and it's a genre that I like to call garbage YouTubers. Um, yes. And it's kind of anytime it's like a fit young guy that basically his only thing is he's good looking and poorly pranks people on the street. Like, yep. hey, I'm handsome and I'll do things that annoy the public. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's my least favorite type of YouTube video or person. I'm and handsome and I can get person. away with it. Yeah. And honestly, they can't because people hate it and they're a mess of society. <laughs> and they're not only my least favorite YouTuber, they're one of my least favorite human beings in general, like types. And so there's one of these called the Stokes Twins. Their thing is that they're handsome and there's two of them that look the same. Um, <laughs> and again, they do horrible pranks. And one horrible prank they did, I think... This must have been a year or two ago by now is they staged a fake bank robbery where they put on ski masks and filled bags up with fake cash and sprinted out of a bank and they'll sprint through random public areas and they might have even held fake guns but that is not confirmed i can only specifically remember the ski masks and the money 
mm-hmm. uh, and they would sprint through and make it clearly look like a bank robbery was happening. And at, uh, very quickly, someone called the cops, obviously, because they yeah. thought a bank <laughs> robbery was happening. The cops right. said, and they couldn't have been nicer. These cops were like, guys, clearly not okay that you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> we won't arrest you. Just stop. And guess yeah. what? You didn't they break a law. Got, you're just stupid. They got more clips. They did it again. At one point, they uh, ordered an Uber and jumped into it. And the Uber called the cops because he was like, wow, <laughs> these criminals are jumping in my car. Other people called the cops because they were seeing, wow, those guys are hijacking an Uber. <laughs> so again, they were finally uh, brought with charges because I think a lot of like, you know, basically falsifying um, mm-hmm. criminal stuff um and inciting like public panic you know that type of thing mm-hmm. and finally the court like they pled guilty after what must have been lengthy court case and they're finally brought down on punishment now unfortunately I mean, is it a lengthy court I, case no, no, I'm just gonna ask. <laughs> they have footage I mean, of it no, well, no it shouldn't have been lengthy but i mean <laughs> when i say lengthy i mean it's been like over a year i mean this should have been I, done and dusted by now i've <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I well, so it all depends what it happened because I know courts got backed up due to COVID. That's true. But, but I and think this happened a while ago. Okay, all right, but um, it feels like yeah, you have to plead guilty. Right. It there happened in the no fall. This happened in the fall of 2019. <laughs> okay. okay. So, um. Yeah, that that sounds with COVID. That sounds probably about right. Yeah. And so, and first of all, if anyone Google's a picture of them, they're not as young as they look. These are people in their young, uh, their early to mid 20s. They're not teenagers. They should know better, which is why what I'm about to say isn't as mean because these are adults. <laughs> they should go to jail for a little bit. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> because they pled guilty, they just get 160 hours of probation. No, That's 160 it? hours of community service and one year of soft probation. So, so how many days is 160 hours? That's like what? Oh, it's 40 hours 40 hours is a work week so it's uh four work weeks so no. 20 days no what well yeah okay yeah yeah if, if 20 do... so 20 days of work days of work days okay yeah, yeah. that's honestly i mean that's not a whole lot for Body, yeah no. yeah okay and now i think and i don't know if you guys will agree with me there are too many people that have done stuff like this that have like been just ruining people's restaurant experiences doing pranks in restaurants ruining people's days by making them think some guy was i don't know just screaming at them for no reason one of these youtubers needs to just go to jail for like six months (laughs) well that happened didn't it um what's his name uh the vitaly or or something like that like he's a he's a fairly big youtuber um, and he was known for doing pranks and pretty sure he, he went to jail for, for quite a while. Here, you guys talk while I research this. Um, and yeah, he, he's also like he, his whole business thing, like the streaker at the Super Bowl this past year mm. w- was like working for him or something. He, he streaked once like just, just a bunch of stuff where, you know, I'm pretty sure he spent some time in jail, but the problem is, is, nothing's going to change we as consumers have to make the change right like if as long as we we keep watching these videos of these pranks they're going to keep doing them 
Um, and just to set the record straight, seems like Vitaly just straight up assaulted a woman. Separate. So separate from his pranks. Oh, okay. He just beat up a woman. Uh, so that, definitely jail for that. Yeah, good. <laughs> no no I, debate there. I'm going to end up on probably your guys' wrong side of the fence for this. Mm. Uh, I don't particularly have a problem with what they did. So I, I have a line with garbage YouTubers. I hate the one. So anything that involves like the garbage YouTubers who like trick women into kissing them, that type yeah. of stuff. That's disgusting to me. That's absolutely dumb. Two guys running out of a bank, holding money. I really don't care. I don't know if there should be legal repercussions. Jumping into a guy's Uber car, I think yes, because you've now you've incited panic in someone working and also you've ruined that guy's ability to work for the rest of the day. Like just when he has to call the cops, he's going to have to sit down, explain what happened, all of that crap like that, that, so, co that comes with it. I think the fact that they introduce a criminal element into this is why it immediately should be something they get punished for. Cause guess what? We live in a world where people do uh, carry for their own protection Oh, so, that's a good point. Someone with an itchy trigger finger could pull yeah. a gun to try to get them to stop running. And you know what? I don't care if they get shot. I'm worried about the teenager that wants to re recreate this prank with his friends because well, he saw that's it what online. I was going to say, right? I like, like, I think that's one of the, the biggest problems with these, these pranksters is they do it. And some teenage in, you know, Kalamazoo, Michigan is like, oh, I'm going to do that now. And the teenager doesn't realize that almost all these pranks are fake. Every single yeah. one of the getting a girl yeah. to kiss me because she doesn't realize it's secretly hot or whatever prank, those are definitely all fake. Half of these people have come out as being actors. But you know what? Some 15-year-old that goes up and forces a random girl to kiss him because he saw the YouTuber do it doesn't realize that he might get hit with a bad charge. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's going to no, ruin no. his life. All right, yeah, you, you've changed my mind on this particular prank with the Hulk and Seal carry and, like, these guys could end up shot type thing. So, like, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I agree. I agree that was a risky thing. And like you said, who cares? If you're, if you're stupid and you end up shot because you were an idiot, like, that's kind of on you. Mm. But now this person who shot someone for a prank has to live with that yeah. guilt for the rest of their life. Well, and, and so, they think okay. they're doing a They'll public probably good. end up in jail. That's... You know, oh, yeah. because yeah. like, what's the defense, right? Like, I, oh, I thought he was, you, you know, like they, they may be able to get off, but they might, they might not be. And able honestly, to. legality aside, sometimes I'm pro putting someone in jail just for being really stupid and to prove a point. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how jail was, works. I'm good. But, I'm glad okay. I'm not a judge because I would be fully corrupt. Like, hey, buddy, you didn't technically break a law, but I want to see you in prison for your own good. So I'm going to put you there. <laughs> Because don't so tell bad. me that it wouldn't cool down the Jake Pauls of the world if suddenly Jake Paul was thrown in jail for eight months for one of his dumb videos. I don't think it would. I am totally mm. in the camp of um, as so like you think about it, like the best way I can compare this is drugs. There's always another person ready to deal drugs yeah. as long as people are ready well, to take. Here's them. my theory. I think it's. I, Cause I'm saying I'm gonna put Jake Paul in one of the the bad loosely watched out for prisons. 
And I want to say, Jake Paul's going to go in there with his cockiness. He's going to get roughed up bad real quick. <laughs> and when he gets out of jail, he's going to be a lot softer of a guy. He's, but, yeah, he will be. But there's always another per- – as long as the product right. is – there's no, someone to consume I think it. Someone else will wait. And they all these like, there's B- money to be made. There's things mm-hmm. to be all done. These like, Jake the thing, Pauler, all these B-list Jake Paul copycats are going to see Jake Paul get neutered by prison – and think, oh, now it's my turn. Right, I can exactly. step into this. Exactly. Jake Paul's gone. They're so self-centered, so absorbed that you cannot tell no, me. Good. Put them all in prison. <laughs> That's not <laughs> how prison works. My, I'm going to pass a law that says prank YouTubers are just, uh, it's illegal and you go to jail. Yeah, I am so glad that if, we have uh, <laughs> uh, like like elections to make sure that Tom never gets in power. <laughs> no. I really want just like if you ruin someone's day enough times, boom, jail time. <laughs> if you impose your will so much on the public that they get inconvenienced to any extent, boom, prison. Sit too long in a red light without going, boom, yeah. jail time. You mean you, you mean a green light? Because if you oh yeah, sorry, green yeah. light, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want if them you, to stop red, at the red lights light. Too, red lights if too. you keep a table at a restaurant for too long after taking the check, and you're really loud. <laughs> Boom, jail time. There's nothing wrong with that. If you uh, are at a movie theater and you try to take someone else's seat just because you got there first, then have an argument with them over why you shouldn't be able to get the seat that they reserved at the movie theater. Jail oh, time. Oh, like, like okay. Yeah. At first I was like, no, if I got You're there first, over- it's my seat. <laughs> <laughs> you're over the age of 21 and you still have a man fun boom jail time hey hey i resent that i resent that I'm, you said that on purpose i know oh yeah did. i did oh yeah I did. And honestly in reference to last week's uh re- release podcast if you ignore your crying baby in a church for more than 15 minutes <laughs> you're going to jail ago. okay well throw back listen to that episode if you want to know what that's referenced to but yeah that mom's going to prison uh <laughs> And you know what the baby is too. <laughs> we'll have a separate prison for babies. Man, the, the nation you run would be a scary one to live in. No, it would not. It would be the most relaxed one. I don't. Yeah, for you and only you. No, you show up. You show up and force everyone to see your belly button colored fanny pack. Boom, jail time. No, that does not affect anyone's. I'm just saying. My nation would be flooded with people with high anxiety because if you're a high anxiety person, knowing no one will trigger your anxiety because they're all in jail, you'll be so calm. If- what about being what about being nervous that you do something wrong right. and then you end up in jail? <laughs> Wait, what no, because you have to ruin someone else's day. That's all it is. If you ruin others' day with your actions. Leave garbage on someone's desk and then they eat it. Yes. Boom. Jail, jail time. time. <laughs> yeah but like like i could just look at someone the wrong way and they'd be like ah oh, travis ruined my day well that's what the courts are for travis <laughs> yeah okay the the, the the very same so, uh, courts that you want just to throw prank youtubers in jail. yeah so, so your goal is to have a bunch of high anxiety people have multiple days in court that decides <laughs> their fate where they're gonna go no, the anxiety, the anxious people never go to court. They're clearly the victims. They get to hang out. They're Make, on the jury. <laughs> no, no. That would really ruin their day. Uh, <laughs> the lawyer texts them to see how they feel about the court case. And then when they're feeling up to it, they respond. It's a, it's a utopia built for people, just built for Tom Rondas. So uh, long story short, uh, <laughs> if Tom's ever in any level of government, 
just stay home don't do anything <laughs> or just leave me alone and we're all good <laughs> just let just let me be uh, <laughs> all right i think that's a good note to segue on all right to segue on all right so this is a speaking this of is ruined a pod- people's days ruin people's days all right so this is uh this is one that everyone in the christian world has a hot take on and um i'm actually internally conflict conflicted about even talking about it hot hot as hades you might say (laughs) (laughs) because i have interest i have like a i have a pretty i have like a pretty interesting take on on this type of stuff but little nas real quick real quick disclaimer anything that is said over the next few minutes does not reflect our organizations for which we work for and and their views <laughs> no i'll say that my opinion reflects the united states government <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking for the, the us of a right now the department of state sorry specifically the department of state biden gave him the thumbs up it's all, good. <laughs> all right we have to right. explain or else my awesome hades joke won't make sense all right. Uh, so Lil Nas, the the writer of the song "Old Town Road," which was very popular. Oh, that seems like a uh, lifetime ago. Uh, yeah, two covids ago. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> two covids. That's how we measure time now. <laughs> At least three major covid spikes ago. Three covids yeah. and one swine flu. <laughs> um, he wrote the song "Old Town Road." He has written a new song i don't even remember the name of this new song montero uh, call me by montero your name. yeah montero um and this song has driven a lot of people to fight about it because it is definitely a attack or a critique of christians mm-hmm. in the sense that the music video for it is very biblically inspired but in a bad way he's in a garden it's clearly a garden of eden he falls in love and seduced by some sort of snake figure implies that they you know they sleep together and then he's going up to heaven grabs a pole falls down to to hell and then tries to seduce the devil kills the devil and takes over and stuff like that so that's all the video the video is already all this crazy imagery Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but he released a sneaker that is it's supposed to be satanically inspired so there are these black is it called a satan sneaker i think Uh, so satan shoes yes there's there's a little bit of there's a little bit of mix up when you watch online people are mad at nike but nike had nothing to do with it yeah there is a nike Um, swoosh on these shoes for some reason yes yes so what is is, nikes they are nikes but they were purchased by a company called Mischief, mm-hmm. which um, modifies modifies shoes and then resells oh. them. And so people were very mad at Nike, but Nike's like, we had nothing to do with this. They just this company just bought our shoes and then modified them and is reselling them. And they've got all kinds of you know weird imagery. There's a drop of blood in the sole of each shoe. Pentagram um, on the top, I think. Pentagram on the top. Uh, they're selling like um a thousand and thirty eight pairs which is no no uh, no, 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 no. They're, selling no they're selling 666 for a thousand and thirty eight dollars which is a reference to a bible verse which i saw satan fall like lightning um and that's oh. on the shoe as well yeah that, that that verse is also on the shoe did little and... nas go to bible school for these like poles <laughs> where is he getting all these <laughs> poles from these deep cuts like he yeah knows well, verses so, better than so I mischief there 
there is there is a moment in um i have to go back and i have to look at it again there's in the music video there's greek written on one of the on the tree and it's 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 legit it's koine greek it is biblical greek which is like a wildly deep cut in the music video because who knows anything about koine greek right it is a language that is specifically biblical it's been extinct for like and also who knows that and watches little nos music videos <laughs> yeah <laughs> so those so diagrams are two very far circles <laughs> so i gotta go back and read the koine greek and actually translate it because I, I didn't translate it because it was on screen for like a half a second um so i gotta go back and translate that koine greek but weird things like that and so it's like a very deep pointed mm-hmm. cut at christians um and, and kind of doing this and it's blowing up everywhere um so i'll, I'll let you guys take your so, take on it and then i'll talk about how i always feel here about was my, my immediate response because i didn't hear about it until i saw someone post like the usual whenever anything controversial happens you will have some spiritual person thinking it's a sign of the end times yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, I told you so. And right off the bat, I just want to say that, like, obviously, I, I don't. I'm not a fan. Um, yeah. But every year, someone's going to do something hyper edgy for attention and right. for yeah. cash. Right. So this is just another. Like, I don't think they're putting blood in the soles of shoes. So they have a weird spiritual connection to 666 people, so they could take over the world or do something weird. Like, no. They just thought it would be edgy to put blood in the shoes. Mm-hmm. They probably just had some intern have to like give a pint of blood. That's uh, what happened. Yeah. That might- Seven employees of mischief all gave their own blood. They yeah. just they just cooked, cut open their 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 own yeah, they, skin and they just didn't, blood. They didn't find a demon and draw his blood. They didn't like they didn't do a, a weird uh ritual where they, they cursed the blood. And it's just a weird thing they did to be edgy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, f- for me, like, uh, it goes so much beyond the shoe for me. Um, so, so mischief. Uh, a little bit of background on mischief. They're a company that I've followed for years um, because they don't just customize shoes. Basically, what they do is they're they're a commentary on culture, and so they poke fun at a lot of things that people, um, you know, hold in high regard. So about, I think it was like a year or two years ago, they released a pair of Jesus shoes mm-hmm. and they were basically the opposite version of Satan shoes where they were white Nike Air Maxes and in the soles was uh, water from the Jordan River. And then some, there was even that had been blessed by some Catholic priests and right. stuff like that. Well, so, and so it, that ended up being the water wasn't actually from the Jordan River. They did tests on it. It was oh, just regular water. Must be so mad. Right now. <laughs> Wait, it, I never heard that. It wasn't from the Jordan River. I I had just heard a report. I think it was like a couple of days ago talking about it. Um, oh, but but they do they do they do stuff beyond um, shoes. So like for example, um, I I part I partook I partaked in in one of their uh, things, and basically what it was it was this object called Blur. And it, it looked like a blurry stack of $20 bills and you could buy it for, I think it was like $25 or something, but you didn't know what it was. And so like the whole website was like, you know, you'll buy this not knowing what it is just for the chance of, you know, seeing what it is. And so I bought it for $25 to see what it was. It came, I waited like two months for it and it was a blurry stack of $20 bills. <laughs> 
Um, it's just, it's just a big thing of plastic. Um, but that's what they do. They, so they, what they did and what little Nas X has been doing is feeding off of, um, cancel culture and outrage culture. Um, Lil Nas X has given everyone a lesson in trolling, like no one's business. Yeah. Uh, those all, all 666 pairs of those shoes sold out in less than a minute yeah. um, because there was so much attention and all of it was from Christians being like, how dare you? Yeah. But the reason why I say it goes beyond shoes is because Lil Nas X posted something that kind of almost broke my heart where he said, Oh, I think I know what you're about to say. He, he posted on Twitter and said, um, look, I know a lot of you are upset about this, but I've been hearing my entire life that because of who I am, I belong in hell and I'm going to go to hell. So I figured might as well do it. Yeah. And it's like that, that should be crushing. Yeah. That- I th- Cause I, I was going to say that um, people, when they hear criticism of something that they love, they're especially spirituality. Their first reaction is to get mad at the person. But mm-hmm. I think the first thing you should do is see, all right, what's the criticism? What made them feel so outraged that they wanted to critique it and see if there's something there. Like, do I appreciate what he did? No. But if it came from a place of hurt because I've had people my whole life telling me that I'm going to burn in hell, I don't care what or who a person is. You never tell anyone you're going to burn in hell. That's never a thing you should say to a human being. Uh, So I feel bad that that's such a thing in his brain that he grew up to have this be a goal of his to make this music video just to prove that point. That's sad. Uh, and so, yeah, maybe people should like, yeah, be upset at this music video if you want, but also say, oh, it's a bummer that something happened to bring this criticism to the surface. Yeah. My, my kind of my take on it. So Lil Nas, one of the things that he's brilliant at, so the way he got old town road, what popular was he spent hours every day on TikTok Mm -hmm. getting people to post pieces of the song until it eventually blew up mm-hmm. so he he understands kind of the market in the sense of like how do i get something in front of people's eyes and so it was like he talked about like spending weeks just sending copies of this song to people to get them to meme it on tiktok mm-hmm. and that's that's why old town road became popular because he literally just spent hours and so he understood that and so what this strikes to me more than a deep spiritual thing is someone who knows how to get people to talk about him oh 100 and i and i just and i usually like i am 100 percent in the camp of like we've just got to ignore when people do this stuff because yeah. you know why they do it because it works you know I can't tell you how many like comic books do the same thing where every couple of years they post some controversial character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get a rise out of people. And then it makes it into the media like, oh, my goodness, Green Lantern gay. And it's like, well, no, the Green Lantern's not actually gay. It was some obscure thing that happened in some other multiverse world that then gets them publicity. And it just feels like that to me. And so that was one of like the most frustrating things about any time this stuff happens is like you know exactly how Christians are going to react. Right. And so you just, you just play them like a fiddle and guess what all now. And now it's like, now it's, you know, all these people are like, like, you know, he made $60,000 off of some random shoes. Yeah. Because all these people. And then like, if you listen to the song, it's not even a good song. 
Like, <laughs> I, no one, like, it's not a very good song. Like, it wasn't going to be popular mm-hmm. uh, it, unless it got in front of people's eyes. And he just, he well, knew how to play that game. And that's the thing. Like, it feels like I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how, like, they never, like, they wouldn't have never even looked up the song. Yeah, had it exactly. not been trending because of people freaking out about exactly. It. I guess the lesson is, uh, let's stop being so worried about judging non-Christian artists. Like, maybe if Switchfoot decides to do a music video like this, <laughs> right, and right. bring the hammer down on them. But <laughs> yeah. As for people that have no like uh, spiritual uh, base to their lives. Yeah. Right. That's that's I, I'm I know it's a quote in the Bible. I'd never remember where it is, but basically, we're like uh, I don't know, Andrew. You say it. You know that what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, it's in Corinthians. So Paul is saying like, um, I didn't tell you, it, you know, I didn't tell you not to eat with, with the with idolaters, liars, cheats, sexually immoral, blah blah blah. Because if you did, you would have to leave the world entirely. Right. And, oh, he just, I, and, and, it, and then it, and it goes on. It's like, you know, those who do not follow Christ do not hold the standard. Yeah, that's yeah, Christian, that's exactly you know? one. If, so if people are Christian and are living their lives by Christian standards, then, um, yeah, tell them not to make a music video where they go to hell on a stripper pole. Um, <laughs> but if they haven't. Yeah, Michael W. Smith. <laughs> looking at you. But if they haven't, you know, signed that spiritual agreement, uh, that's right. Right. Uh, it's kind of Christian's job to reach out to them and uh, say, 100%. "Hey, where's all this hurt coming from? Let's talk yeah. about that." We just can't keep getting mad about it, you know, mm-hmm. or else you come off like a vegan getting mad at a person for eating a steak because then they're yeah. just like, "Wait a minute, I didn't agree to be vegan. Why are you mad at me for eating a steak right now?" <laughs> the, the the other thing that I find a little ironic is the outrage over satan's shoes but there, there was nothing uh, um with the jesus shoes and i feel like people would have been a lot more upset about the jesus shoes had they known about them because one could argue right like oh satan's shoes like oh i'm i'm satan's on the sole of my feet right like i'm walking <laughs> i'm walking on satan but then you do jesus shoes and it's like oh you know but yeah i was i yeah <laughs> That's true. I never thought of it like that. It's like as a point to the devil. That's right. 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 I walk on your shoes. <laughs> the 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 other thing that that was was heartbreaking was like, okay, so you got this young man that that was is broken, that felt the need to do this, and then the response from Christians. I saw I saw a post that said something along the lines of like, um, yeah, this rapper may have Satan shoes, but my my god walks out of the tomb keep your shoes you loser yeah and it's like okay you could have made your point by saying hey you've got shoes but my god uh, lives honestly that's end a, it that's a very generous uh uh example of you travis because i guarantee he got a lot more aggressive oh. just from christians than that Oh, oh, oh yeah, you yeah, probably sure. got death yeah. threats. No, I'm well, like you're, most because people are crazy, and honestly, in those situations, I'm more mad at the Christian than at Little Nas X. Right? Yes, because like it's like Little Nas essentially, from his point of view, like everyone's been telling me I should go to hell, and instead of responding with "Hey, man," like, no, that's not that's not true. We don't think that. It's yeah, you're right. You're a terrible person. You're actually yeah. going to double hell now for yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like that's uh, so I I just get frustrated when yeah. Christians like 
Christian, like this, so this is like, you know, cancel culture, all that junk. And a lot of times, you know, when you hang out with a lot of Christians and stuff, they get outraged about cancel culture, but they would be totally happy if little Nas just got canceled that's for true. this. Oh, yeah. And that frustrates 100%. me. Like that's a double standard. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they'd be like, no, you should be canceled because he did this. It's like, well, now, like you're yeah. just, it's just depends yeah, on what you it is. You know how many Christians try to cancel Chris Pratt if they found out he got a divorce? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's on the same level. That's got it. That that can't be the same <laughs> level of punishment. But I, I, I think Andrew hit it on the like the nail on the head, right? Like, the world's going to act like the world acts. Yeah, Christians need to be acting the way that Christians are supposed to act. Yes, and that's not happening. Yes, I'm okay. I don't want to say it's not happening. There are Christians out there that are, you know, reacting in love. But they don't have Twitter accounts apparently. Because- right. Right. <laughs> Because they're smart, man. Nobody, <laughs> nobody with two brain cells to rub together actively uses a Twitter account. <laughs> All right, we've been too, we've been too educational for too long. I think. Okay, <laughs> so that's how I feel. Like, yeah, my mentality. I'm always in the camp of ignore it if you can. Just ignore it. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't play into the don't play into it because we're never you're never gonna win this you're never gonna win this conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're never gonna win. Like, yeah, you're never gonna win it. And so I keep my head down trying not to talk too much about it <laughs> um so we'll end with a question and uh this question's hopefully shouldn't be as deep as the last uh segment was um it could be who knows i don't sometimes i don't know how deep we're gonna get sometimes mm. um but i thought this was a very important important question to ask um i hope you pick an easter related one because that's this sunday um kind of not really at all all right all right right. (laughs) here i'll change it it's noon on easter and everyone wants to go to crackle barrel why is the pastor still preaching (laughs) that's the question that i found it's It's a real question wants to go to crackle barrel it's noon and everyone wants to go to crackle barrel why is the pastor still preaching (laughs) so is the crux of this question that this pastor i'm assuming this is an early service are they saying that the pastor's gone long is that no uh the service started at uh noon no i'm just kidding yes yeah (laughs) i'm I'm from from the context that i was able to get from the answers is it start it's like a 10 o'clock service or something Mm. all right so this is i i don't know how much experience do you have with pastors who don't stop preaching tom honestly not I, I feel like half the time well, so when we Tom have, probably doesn't have any <laughs> in our um at our church as long as I can remember most of the time we have a guest preacher mm-hmm. they go way shorter than usual yeah yeah that's actually I true. led kids church for a while and it was an issue because we'd be like halfway into a lesson and parents would be picking up their kids I'm like what's going on out there <laughs> like you're supposed to end at 11 30 it's like 10 45 <laughs> and they're like hey and I'm like, i just got your kids to shut up and now you're coming in together <laughs> um but so, but i'm because the few occasions where it's gone long it's like a special occasion where like you know you're in for like a night i've yeah. never really had a casual service go long this is like this is on um, this is really common in a lot of like older pentecostal churches mm-hmm. honestly and yeah. one of the interesting things is and this is like this is the one I never know how to navigate people who get upset because our church doesn't 
have a pastor who will just keep going long. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that makes us less spiritual. Yeah. And I'm like, I've heard that. I don't know if that's like, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, a real, a real church will just go until, until it is. And it's like one of the, some of the greatest advice my old lead pastor gave me um, when we started talking was uh, he said, here's the thing, Andrew, you don't want to be a pastor who preaches for 15 minutes and talks for 45. Mm. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's true. He's, and so he always like, he, and so I'm like a notoriously short preacher because of this. And it's just that mentality of like, I would rather talk for 15 minutes and end or like preach for 15 minutes and end than preach for 15 and talk for 45. Right. And, Oh man, I've been to some churches. So like I went to a church in Florida um, and they were a very like, spirit filled i say with air quotes mm. is how they would describe themselves mm -hmm. i kid you not it was a four-hour service four hours guys and honestly, i'm not i'm i just had it in my head censor myself to not name drop uh famous pastors that i have <laughs> dropped in the past but a lot of the times the extra time is just repeating the same thing like oh, a pastor will say and folks jesus wept you hear what i said jesus wept what was that one more time? And Jesus wept. And then he'll do that for six minutes. And then he'll just requote himself for emphasis, uh, which is a good style if that's what you're into, but it doesn't make you more holy because you know how yeah. to stretch out more. Yeah. Because you know what? Southern pastors also talk slower. We're yeah, in New England, sure, baby. We talk fast. We got to get out of there. We got business, man. We Who got knows? There could be driveways to shovel. It's snowing half the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a snowstorm coming, and we got to get out. And if it's one. summer, we need to go out and enjoy the summer <laughs> because we only have two days of it. Yeah. Here's, an, here's a social question, though, that you know popped up in my head when you mentioned the when you asked that, is what's etiquette on when you get judged for bouncing if it's an extended oh sermon? I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I have a distinct memory in college where this is a, this was a Tuesday morning chapel, right? So it's Tuesday morning. We have classes mm. and one of the guy who's preaching, it's not some guest speaker who's doing this, some phenomenal. It's our campus pastor. We see this guy all the time, right? <laughs> He's preaching. And one of my friends, she's like, she's like, I've got to go. I have to leave. Like I have class mm. in five minutes. I'm not going to make it and I'm going to be late. So she gets up and she starts leaving. And this is an auditorium. There's like 600 kids in there. The pastor yells, where are you going? Oh. Why are you leaving? God oh. convicting you? And she goes, oh. ah, just runs. Just runs. <laughs> that hurt my soul. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. I mean, I... I like like growing up down south like that was normal like if you got yeah. up during a message like be ready for the pastor to say something like i i remember pastors being like where are you going you going to the bathroom like you, like in youth group you know like i'm just gonna go pee like i really like my bladder tells me it's time to pee like i'm sorry i'm gonna miss you say jesus wept three times but <laughs> i gotta go pee i am my personal rule is, and this is again, as a person who isn't a pastor, doesn't represent any church, and I'm probably going to have a lot of <laughs> extra hyper-spiritual people mad at me, but I think rule one is if you're feeling like that this is something that's like stirring up something in you, then yeah, stay. If this yeah. is like you feel like right. this is 
because that's always what's going to happen is like not every church service targets every person but when it does you want to ride that out because sometimes you know those are few and far between sometimes and you want to experience those um but if this is just a sermon that like maybe it's hitting on some like notes of like personal addiction or family drama and that's the what everyone's in the throes of and that's not sparking anything in you because that's just not anything in your journey I'd say once you hit the normal cutoff time, you can bounce <laughs> up. If normally church cuts at 12, the pastors have been talking about it's okay to forgive your parents. And you're like, well, I love my parents. I'm good. Uh, but I have <laughs> reservations at 1215. Uh, that's, that's how I feel about it. I don't know. It's, it's for us. It's like, it's not a big issue. Cause we, as a staff, we made it, we make a decision. Like we're going to like, we're going to respect people's time and let them out yeah. when we say we did. And, you know, I could spiritualize and be like, well, Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. If I told, if I told you services ended at 12.15, I got to end service at 12.15. Like, right. you could spiritualize it however you want. But one of the things is, like, our heart is, like, we want you to keep coming to church. And if you have, like, no gauge for when church is actually going to end, <laughs> right? like, it's scary to go to church. Like, and also you know, just to clarify things for anyone that's ready to put a bad Yelp review up of restoration church. <laughs> like I have seen times where things get very heavily spiritual and yep. they'll say, Hey, um, anyone that wants to leave is released officially, but there's something happening. So we're going to keep, you know, playing music and we're gonna keep praying and doing stuff. So it's not 100%. like, uh, I've never seen any, any pastor of my church cut the cord. Right. Right. And yeah. just like, kick All the right, guitar everyone out now. Yeah, he unplugs Jeremy's guitar. Like, hey, that's it. Uh, but God not- works from a t- 12, 12.15 yeah. to 12.30. No more. That's the, it. That's, that's an it. altar call limit. Work. He can't work any farther than that. The thing yeah. that frustrates yeah, no. me is when a pastor, an, um, yeah, a, a pastor or even like a churchgoer, their argument is, well, you can sit through a three-hour football game or you can sit through a three-hour movie why can't you sit through a two hour uh, church service? Well, because that three hour movie has different scenes. That three hour <laughs> movie changes constantly. That Your, three hour movie keeps my attention from the beginning to the end. Here's the hard part for any pastors who might hear this. I don't think anybody who's a real pastor listens to this. But... <laughs> Shots fired at Craig. <laughs> You're not that compelling. Right. Like, right. I don't, I, I do not live in any illusions that I'm compelling enough no. to talk for two hours. I don't want to be compelling enough to talk for compelling two hours. Of a person. You can't put down this false equivalency because you know what? Like the Bible's a great book, but I dare any Christian to sit down and read the Bible for six hours straight after they've already read it before. You know what? <laughs> I know what happens in the Bible. I've read it. So I can't read the Bible nonstop. I can, I can read a book I've never read before. So we can't like compare things in like media and stuff to church. Right. So it's like, you know, sometimes if you've been sitting in service already for three hours and Cracker Barrel's calling and you haven't had that meatloaf before, <laughs> you know, I, I think you can I think you can go get that meatloaf and up and then just nod to the pastor on your <laughs> way out. <laughs> Offer to bring him back some. Uh, my one of my old pastors, he's like, oh, I remember our church services. We started at nine. We broke for lunch at 1130 oh. and then we came back at one. What? <laughs> I was like, oh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not spiritual enough, but that just sounds horrible. (laughs) Uh, Old people don't know how to use podcasts because (laughs) 
we would get lit up by so many 70 to 80 year olds right now oh my goodness well yeah i mean it's it's definitely a culture thing like i think you know our because they had nothing better to do back in the day and the tv didn't exist back then (laughs) right and it's different like there's there's events i go to where it's it's out you know we'll do We'll do camps where yeah. you know we're do we'll do a service and it'll last three and a half hours. Yeah, I've been at worship. Happens. I've been at worship nights. I've literally been in situations where I was in that uncomfortable kneeling prayer position for a straight twenty minutes because yeah. I was feeling it, and I was in genuine pain when I stood up. Yeah, like, genuine like my legs had lost circulation. Like yeah, I, so we all appreciate that, but yeah. to say that's the expectation, you're kind Every of robbing. Week that it's you're robbing it of its specialness right yeah right yeah and and so and that's right yeah that's that's exactly right i think it it falls into the other camp where like you're trying to force a spiritual moment and i hate that i hate forcing spirituality when it's or forcing like phony spirituality when it's like well we had a really powerful experience that lasted a couple hours which is awesome and i love those so we need to now try to replicate that all Mm. this time it's like no like God's special in in the moments where you get to spend those things with him and trying to force it every single week. Oh, sounds miserable. Sounds awful. I don't want that pressure. I don't want the pressure. (laughs) Telling me I have to get up and preach two hours, three hours every week. Andrew, honestly, if you don't knock three people unconscious with the Holy Spirit, like (laughs) men, you're doing a bad job. (laughs) And that's not just from the dehydration of not being able to get up and drink water for three hours. (laughs) I'm just proud of myself when I preach for 35 minutes. Like, mm. I'm like, yeah, I did good. I made it. I gave a big boy sermon. Like, that's my, that's my mentality. Can't imagine. <laughs> All right. I think I can't imagine it. now's a good time for us to segue to our outro segment, which I am stealing from Andrew. Oh, yeah. Done. Mix it up. We're changing it. Uh, I, so I'm nervous. I, I'm nervous. I learned a very interesting phrase. All right. Is this I, a real slang term or is this something that you it, heard back in the 1920s? No, no, no. <laughs> this has a wiki entry because <laughs> oh, like I cuz I heard someone refer to a current thing that happened as this is a blank. Uh, and I'm like, "Wait, what is that?" And I had to look it up and it, it it's pretty interesting. Uh and so you guys ready? Yep. The term is milkshake duck. <laughs> Okay. What? All right. All right. So, um, for example, do you guys know the cinnamon toast crunch guy? Yeah. So, um, I won't go into the detail. You guys just Google cinnamon toast crunch shrimp. Um, (laughs) but they said the cinnamon toast crunch shrimp guy is a milkshake duck. Okay. That's the context. Is this is this duck like quack quack or duck like milkshake like milkshake duck like duck? Okay milkshake duck um i'm I'm gonna take a stab at it okay all right i think milkshake duck uh so um it's pretending to be something it's not so like uh a milkshake duck it's not it's not a milkshake (laughs) (laughs) and it's not a duck okay so milkshake duck is just i think it's what it's not um my official answer i agree with travis but i disagree in this this sense it's a milkshake duck which means it's a duck pretending to be a milkshake so i think you're right it's something <laughs> pretending it's not supposed to be I, but i'll give another answer mm, so that i'm not okay. copying um i think it's something preposterous so it's like hey it's like it doesn't make sense it's a milkshake duck so 
it's like, oh, how'd you get that milkshake? Oh, well, I went and I milked a duck for it. It's like, <laughs> you can't milk a duck. And so I think it's something preposterous. Okay. I will say, Travis, through the wrong means, stumbled to a very close answer. Oh, okay. what do you mean through the wrong means? Like, you, the, the it's kind of like you gave a kid a math problem. Like, what's one plus nine? Like, well, a nine kind of looks like a, a zero. So if you chop off the tail and put the one in front of it, you have. Uh, it's kind of like that. Like, you use the wrong steps to get to the right answer. Um, so, Milkshake Duck is based on an old web comic where a duck was drinking a milkshake and everyone was just throwing tons and thousands of likes and hearts at it. And then uh, the next strip is five seconds later, it was revealed that this duck was terribly racist. Uh, and so <laughs> a milkshake duck is when someone gains quick popularity out of nowhere, then you immediately find out they're a horrible person and it ruins uh, that moment. Uh, and so yeah. that's what I said. the cinnamon toast crunch shrimp guy, everyone loved him because he found shrimp tails in a cinnamon toast crunch and was being really funny about it. And then mm-hmm. it immediately came out that he was a horribly abusive ex-boyfriend to anyone he's ever dated in like the oh, in the yeah. comedy world. And they're all saying, oh no, he's the worst person I've ever met. And like <laughs> that's ultimately why I was able to come up with that definition because I knew the story of the, oh and so yeah. like the moment you said that, I was like, you just gave it away. So mm-hmm. apparently, because like, I know Ken Bone, the guy from the yep. Ken Bone is a is a milkshake duck. Yep. His history is terrible. Apparently, I, don't, I didn't want to research it, but Chewbacca Mom is a potential milkshake duck. If anyone remembers the Chewbacca Mom, if not, yeah. Google it. I mean, I, I think that's the case for like a lot of people that gain viral uh, celebrity status like overnight, um, just because you don't know who they are. You're just liking mm-hmm. the video that they're in. Which is why it's good that there's a word for it because it happens so often that someone will become famous and you don't realize they have a dark past. Right, so I like right. having a concise like, hey, did you see a blinking face? Uh, and then <laughs> and then someone could be like, oh, d- don't bother. That guy's a milkshake duck. And then you could be like, oh, all right. Thanks for the warning. I just don't see myself <laughs> using this in a conversation. Hey, you will now because it'll be like, you know what? Teenagers are going to be like, hey. I really liked that latest random music video. And you would be like, hey, kid, that's a milkshake duck. You, you avoid that. That's a bad path. I'm pretty sure the kid's going to look at me like, what? <laughs> what what'd you say? No, I'm giving my own, this, my own slang. This, that's a 10 out of 10. This slang doesn't feel like it's a teenager. This feels like it's 20-something. You're right. Exactly. This, this is not teenage slang. This is more deep internet slang than teenage slang. Yeah. Yeah. This is meme but, slang, but I think that's still in the air. You know, teenagers, you don't get to think of all the slang. So <laughs> adults, adults think of slang. But the point of this podcast is to be relevant to teenagers. Like, I mean, not really like, anymore. We lost that thread. <laughs> yeah, adults get to come up with fun words like tax evasion yeah. and <laughs> criminal liability. You know, sober <laughs> accounts. <laughs> At least give us a milkshake, but, duck. I'm but, going to get some milk. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. I I give this, I do like this phrase. I do like this one. It's new, it's creative, it's inventive. It didn't exist before. Mm. Milkshake duck is is not something we so I, I and it and it and it clearly defines something that needed a word for it. It needed it, it's it's a word that needed to exist on some level. So I'll give it an eight. There we go. I mean, I agree with your review of it. Um, like I do think like it does define something that needed to be Purely. defined. 
But that's why it's an eight. It's purely functional, but I don't think it's particularly the best word. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> like, it definitely does the job it's supposed to do, but it does a really bad job at doing it. Um, it's like a it's like a plumber word. Like, yeah, I have to stare at its butt crack all day, but <laughs> my toilet flushes again. Are you my trying to sneak flushes. in your own slang into this episode? <laughs> plumber word. Um. I'm going to have to, just because like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, um, I, I, I don't know what it is about it. It's just like, I just don't see myself using this. And, and that's how I rate these. And um, I'm going to have to give it a four out of 10 because it, it is functional, but I just, honestly, I, I don't see teenagers using this. I don't, I don't see my mom using this. So I don't know who would use this. I'm, I was at an eight with Andrew, but I'm going to give it a bonus point to bring it to a nine because if you Google the origins, you get to see a funny meme. Oh, all right. So that's just a little cherry on top. Oh, what's this, what's this word about? Oh, now I saw a funny little meme comic. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair all, right. Fair all right. So guys, uh, I hope you have a great week. See you next Thursday, maybe depending on how fast we edit. Um, and you know, I hope you don't run across any milkshake ducks, folks. If you do, follow- make sure to milk that duck. Oh, God. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> two and a half pastors. Uh, two and a half pastors. One word. Two and a half pastors. That way you can follow see. Us, yeah. Follow us on Patreon. We haven't talked about it this whole episode. <laughs> on, on our Patreon. If you hit the $20 milkshake duck tier, uh, we'll tell you all the darkest parts of our history and reveal that we're the great milkshake ducks of all. Yeah, we'll give you, we'll give you enough dirt that we could never run for office. <laughs> Probably right. a good thing considering Tom's views. Yes. Ever. Hashtag Tom forever if you believe in my political worldview. Hit us up on Instagram to tell everyone how much you agree with me. Alright. Bye guys. <laughs>